Hey everybody! This is Carmen Kickass and la 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 Lucky Licious. And this is Eat My Pagan, Pagan Ass. Ass, episode twenty-five, twenty-cinco. Twenty-five, quarter of a century. Yeah, I remember what it was like being twenty-five years old. That me was too. a long time ago. Me too. Yeah, it was a yeah, real long time ago. Like yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So it's Valentine's Day. Yes. So this is our this is our love episode. We're gonna talk about all things love. Do you feel the love? I feel the love. I feel the love. There's lots of love going around, actually. I felt the love the minute I walked into this apartment. Oh, mm. that was my ex-boyfriend. Oh. It wasn't coming from me. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't. So, uh, well, I guess the first thing is I, I hope that we're having better sound. I don't know. We're playing around with some new microphones this time. So if we sound a little different, now you know why. We're going high tech. We wanted to leave our hands free so that we could, you know. Grope each other. And masturbate. and mm, All that stuff. And eat, actually. That's the biggest. We want to make sure we could drink our coffee and eat our food. Right. Because that is number one priority. You know, when you're podcasting, you got to get those carbs. Caffeine. Carbs. <laughs> it's what makes a podcast. Oh, man. My name should be Carbon Kick-Ass. <laughs> <laughs> I eat so many freaking carbs. Uh, I want to make a joke about carbon dating, but nothing's coming to mind. I'm sorry. Oh, oh well. but, you know, dating, Valentine's Day. We'll I think know. of something afterwards. Somebody out there who's listening to the show can think of a, a joke, you know? Why don't we do that? Okay, number one. You can email eatmypaganass at gmail.com. Uh, with a joke that we could use oh, at the yeah. beginning of our podcast. That's a good idea. It has to be, here are the rules, it has to be pagan themed, right. and the punchline has to include the name of the show, Eat My Pagan Ass. Right. All right, so uh, we're going to have that contest, so send it in, and we will read the best joke on the next podcast. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah and we'll post, we'll post the rest, the runners up and all that stuff on our, on our Facebook <laughs> And on our eatmypaganass.com. Right. The punchline has to be eat my, my pagan, pagan ass. ass. Right. Right. Okay. So we're putting it out there for all of you because we know a lot of you are very creative. We've been fanning us, uh, becoming our fans on Facebook. We have almost a thousand fans now. We're just turning over 900 right now. That's wow. pretty phenomenal. So I just want to say thank you to everybody because we feel that love. And we love when you leave these messages for us. And, uh, just, just telling us how much you appreciate the show because, you know, we're doing this for you guys in, yeah. in a way. I mean, and it's nice to know that people like it. It's yeah. not just us. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, the show's so great. And I everybody's know. like, mm-hmm. When you get this kind of response, it's a validation. Yeah, yeah really we've good. had over, mm -hmm. since relaunching the podcast in November, we've had more than 3,200 hits meaning the, the show has been downloaded or listened to more than 3,200 times. Maybe not in its entirety, but whatever. That's still yeah. something. Almost 3,000 people have subscribed at one point to the show. Uh -huh. um, not everyone is, you know, this isn't nope. everybody's flavor. So I think you have to be a very special kind of pagan to like this show. Right. Because uh, not everybody does. Right. And that's okay with us. That's fine. You know? It's, it's quality, not quantity. That's right. Not Unless much. you're talking about penis size. <laughs> No, we're not. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other issue. Right. So, 
Oh, I'm glad. That's that's really good news. Yeah, we got you know we got yeah. some requests for interviews and promos for other uh, pagan podcasts. So we are we're going to consider it. You know, I have to get sunglasses. So you that, do. You got to so that nobody will recognize me in the street. That's right. Oh, they don't know what I look like anyway. Well, so. I, I think our old fans might know because we used to post pictures of mm -hmm. ourselves. Um, in the new incarnation, I think we've been a little protective about our true identities. Uh, but one day we'll do a big reveal. I'm afraid of assassins' bullets, you know. They could find us. Here's the other. <laughs> it's easy to find us. Here's the other contest. If you can find a photo of Carmen Kickass, <laughs> send it to eatmypaganass at gmail.com. <laughs> oh no, they're gonna start sending all these crank pictures, <laughs> right? Norma Desmond. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Hmm. Yeah, that's it. Okay, send send pictures of what you think. I might look like. How's that? Oh, that's cute. Because sometimes you hear a person on the phone. Yeah. Like you work with someone, let's say. You hear yeah. the person on the phone all the time. Uh -huh. And then you meet them, you're like, wow, that's not what I thought you'd look like. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, do that. Same for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. This can't just be all about Carmen. That's I know. Right. It seems uh -huh. that. This last episode, <laughs> number 24, my friends. <laughs> Come over, I come to introduce them to you and to be on the show, and all they fucking do is get up your ass the entire time and talk about how beautiful and gorgeous you are. Well, you know. I do know. But they're your friends, they're used to you. They they're know you already, and the, you know, yeah, so. So I'm gonna see less of them I was the new now. kid on the block, uh -huh. and uh -huh. you know, I was a novelty. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you feel better now? How many dinners have you had with your friends? <laughs> they haven't called me, they're calling you now. <laughs> I know. Don't tell Lucky I called you. Yeah. You know? Probably the Super Chunga sent you a ticket to Hawaii already. How did you know? <sighs> See, I just we guessed. You're talking about it. Psychic. <laughs> He's over there now and he seems yeah. to be doing well. He's with his boyfriend and everything's That's going really well. That's really cool. The big kahuna. He's like the fourth person within the last, I don't know, two months yeah. that I know that have moved from New York. Huh. <laughs> He went to Hawaii. Yeah. My other two friends moved to Malta. My other friend is moving to Florida. Mm -hmm. And my girlfriend and her husband are moving to Atlanta. See, now none Everybody's of moving, and I'm not going to be left here all by my lonesome. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever think maybe it's you? <laughs> I mean, my you friends are. You are so mean. I am mean. You know why? I'm a little. <laughs> I'm bitter. I was I'm starting sorry. to wonder why. Yeah, I'm bitter. It's Valentine's Day. Okay. A lot, you know, a lot you of should admit it. Yeah. Right. A lot of people get bitter. Actually, I have no cause to be bitter. I'm I'm getting lots of sex um, and love, All actually. Right. And right, uh, Valentine's Day is about love. Love, not sex. No. Although What's, they're interrelated, but yeah, Valentine's Day in particular. So I think we're going to talk a little bit about that this podcast. You yeah, know, sex, mm -hmm. love, friendship, where to draw the lines. Hate. Should you draw the lines? Hate and love, right? Right. Two, All that two stuff. things on the same, you know, same right. wavelengths, just at different ends of the spectrum. Right. Because when you Love somebody, you think about them all the time. Or when you hate somebody, you think about them all the time. Mm. So how do you know which one it is? Yeah. Is it love or is it hate? Hate is just comes from people who don't get the attention that they want. They're giving you all this attention. You're not giving it back to them. <coughs> Sound familiar? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Fucking hate you, Carmen. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so... I don't know, and I and I know like love is such a big thing too that people ask a lot about in you know tarot all the time. Why is that? Why are people so obsessed with love? What is it? What's it? What is in all of your years, your many many years of in life, all my incarnations? <laughs> oh right, what have you learned about love? What is love, Carmen? 
What is love? To me, it's a, a feeling, an emotion. You know, it's temporary insanity. Mm. I read this article a couple of weeks ago. I wish I knew we were going to talk about this tonight because I would have brought it with me. Surprise! But, but <laughs> I didn't know we were going to talk about this. But basically, it's some neurological disorder in your brain. It's like... Um, Love is a neurological disorder. Yeah, and it usually lasts about 18 months. This is according to this article. Usually lasts for about 18 months, and it's like a it's like um, cocaine addiction. Mm. Makes you feel it has the same symptoms. You can't eat and all this crazy stuff. Mm. And yeah, I um, must not be in after love. about 18 months, it wears off, and that's why a lot of people have to be in a relationship right away because they're hooked on that feeling. Well, I'm hooked on a feeling. Well, that's basically what this article was all about huh you know so it was are, an interesting read you know these are neuroscientists trying to find a biological a scientific a scientific reason for love hmm. and you know it is what it is it's just a feeling I, you meet someone you fall in love and that special person you know i think that's i think that's cool i think that we can take something that has been such a i mean love is such a big part of the human experience right and wars have been fought for love yeah i don't think like the scientists are coming at it to say love is based only on you know this chemical or whatever's happening in the brain and, and there's nothing else to it they're just saying this is what it looks like from our perspective right they always try to give you a, a scientific slant just like we try to give a spiritual slant on things mm -hmm. because there are different ways to look at the same thing yeah so if you ask me what is love i'll give you a woman's perspective. If I ask you, you you'll give me a man's perspective, a gay mm -hmm. man's perspective, which is even, mm -hmm. you know, what scientists. Are you to, what are you trying to say? Which is another perspective. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get me in trouble. But do you understand what I'm saying? Everybody has their own point of view. We don't know what love is. Right. But um, it sure does feel good when you're in love. I think everybody will agree. You know. And it but sure it also sucks causes a lot of yeah. It causes a lot of grief. Mm -hmm. Especially when it's unrequited love. Oh uh -huh. my God! That's it drives worst. people to murder sometimes. All kinds. Yeah, and they get away with it. Temporary insanity, really. Yeah. You, you just—it's—it's it's amazing what it makes you do. You I, know, the love of a of a. Uh, well, we're talking about romantic love in this instance, but there's the love of a parent. Mm -hmm. You know, the love of a, a child to the parent. Mm -hmm. So there's all different kinds of levels of love. But in, for this podcast, we're talking about romantic love. Well, Which is kind of a, a kind of a new um, thing because romantic love didn't exist until like maybe five hundred years ago. What? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Well, people got married because they had to. Oh, so you're talking about yeah, right? Okay, so the institution of marriage wasn't one based in love, really. Right. In fact, it rarely was based in love. It was more of an economic or political or. Social thing, yeah. yeah, and even now in some countries they still do that. I yeah. actually I know somebody that was going to get married because it was an arranged marriage. I'm mm -hmm. like, they still do that? What do you think? in paganism? Um, we have you know kind of a unique, not a unique, but we have a specific perspective on um, marriage, love and marriage, and how that works. And we have this thing called hand fasting, mm -hmm. um, where you kind of get to try out the goods. <laughs> for, you know the year and the day which some people take to be a literal year and a day so 366 and a quarter days or uh, that's kind of a figurative term like mm -hmm. a certain amount of time I guess. Right? right or like some people say a uh, figurative term meaning an arm and a leg yeah right it didn't cost you an arm and a leg and, right. and you weren't together a year and a day but that's what 
A year and a day. <laughs> That's what they call it. <laughs> oh, we've been together a year and a day. Yeah, yeah. So it really doesn't right. mean, you know, a year and a day per se. Yeah. But a lot of people do actually set that parameter. They, they, they create that. They get hand-fasted. Right. For, and, and then a year and a day later, they reconvene and mm -hmm. either reavow their bonds mm -hmm. together or they dissemble and right. they, they dissolve the, the bonds. That's kind of cool. It is cool, mm -hmm. right? No harm, no foul. Mary, meet, Mary, part. Hope Bye. you had a good lay. It didn't work out. Whatever. I didn't like your fart. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I was I was watching um, Taxi Cab Confessions last night on HBO. Did you ever watch that? No. It's been around for a while, I think. So they, these taxi cab drivers go around and they videotape people in the backs of their cabs and get confessions about like love and sex. Right. People, this is like really graphic. Some people are actually fucking in the back of these cabs and whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but one of the things that came up was that he had an older lady that was married to her husband in the 40s and then the children were married you know whatever in the 60s or 70s and uh it was just interesting that the the older woman seemed to have had the happier marriage although she wasn't in love with her husband at first and they'd never That's the had sex before getting married ah! it happened after and so the, the two the children were you know older by our standards now but um, we're like, how could you not try out the goods before, you know, what <laughs> yeah, if you're completely really. sexually incompatible? But the woman was like, it's really, it's, it's more about what's in your mind. Mm -hmm. And that's what determines whether or not you're happy in a relationship. Right. I think it's important to be friends because you love your friend. That is love, you know? And you can, res I found like in my years of growing emotionally and being in relationships with people it's easier to love and respect a friend exactly. than it is the person that you live with and have sex with sometimes right because maybe you take them for granted or you 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 have all these expectations on them that create resentments mm -hmm. that create negativity in general right. between you and so you start acting like an asshole it's like them. that old stupid line Oh, if you loved me, you wouldn't do, you know, fill in the, the blank. Right. If, like, if you loved me, you know, what does that have to do with it? You know, but... Oh, oh, <laughs> what's love got to do, got to do with it? Oh, God. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's a second-hand emotion. That's right. But, I don't know. It's, to me, love is what makes everything good, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Or you could be in love with the biggest... Their bag. It doesn't. You don't see that. It, it, it's blinding. To but, detriment sometimes. Right, right. But if you are involved with a friend, you love them warts and all. You you know. Like I know your faults. I know how you are. You're my friend. You mm -hmm. know what I mean. Mm -hmm. But for someone who I would be in love with, oh no, he's perfect. Yeah. No, no, don't say that about him. He's perfect. Right. He's, right. he's a god. Oh, he's so smart. Uh -huh. Meanwhile, he's like working on his GED. Yeah. Oh, he's he's a genius. But <laughs> you know. So. I I had my uh, I had my palms read. Actually, it was more than just palms. They started with the tops of, of the hands. Mm -hmm. There's a friend of mine. His name is Jeffrey Label, mm -hmm. um, and he runs the Jeffrey Label or Label New York Design uh, T-shirts, sacred design T-shirts. Oh, is that the one you're wearing now? Uh, yeah, actually, which says I'm under the protection of Allah. It's a um, who knew? Who knew Lucky would be wearing this shirt? Like but, those eyes. Yeah, these are mm -hmm. the eyes. And then this is Arabic script. That says I Also, this actually. part here. Yeah. Well, you're going to put this on the... Um, the podcast? Yeah. I could put all a right, link. This, all right, because this part here is Arabic, and then the part is just art, artwork. It's yeah. not... It's not really... The whole thing is not Arabic. No. It's the word with a little artwork right. involved. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Gotcha, uh, gotcha. It's so. like saying I'm in the protection of God and it's written on somebody's hand or something. Right. Oh, okay. So it's a nice design. And it is. It's pretty. I'm going to do a shameless plug for my friend Jeffrey. <laughs> he hand makes all of these. He, 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 Let me see the quality. Yeah. Oh, I like that. This one is, a, you know, he's got different types of t-shirts, but this is a... You got my is, size? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. quadruple X? Because your birthday's coming up. <laughs> Carmen's birthday's coming up in a couple weeks, everybody. <laughs> Talk about shameless plugs. <laughs> oh, Rug. yeah. Oh, it's definitely time. Yeah, that's the other thing, so... That's right, my birthday's like... Send her some fucking e-cards, people, please. If you, yeah. If you love Carmen, and if you love listening to this podcast, and if she makes you laugh, show her some love. Oh, yeah, Once a please. year. February 26th. Yeah, that's the date. I can't believe you actually said that. I ain't giving you the year. No. <laughs> they weren't keeping calendars back then. Anyway, no, right? they had uh, hourglasses. Right? It was like mm -hmm. sundials. Planets, wherever they were. Right. And, you know, and it was only seven of them. However many dinosaurs were laying. They were laying I was born eggs. under an egg. I like, was born in the month of egg. Brontosaurus egg. <laughs> when the Brontosaurus were laying eggs. Oh, boy. I was born when Central Park was a pot of, potted plant. Yeah. Boy, plant. look at it now. And you've blossomed, too. <laughs> oh, my God. Paleolithic. So, um, love. The, um, it's, it's been a big part of, like, philosophy, too, in general. Like, the Greeks had a really serious... They had a whole system down. All the different mm -hmm. types of love. They had different right. words for they different, different kinds of love. Right. In the English language, we only have the one word. Well, we have love, like, and lust, right? Yeah, but they don't all mean... Like, different languages have different, um, how can I explain it, different... Um, Endings, declensions. They all mean love, but it's a different subtlety. Colors, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like, this kind of love, that kind of love. Nuance. Nuances, right, no. yeah. Mm -hmm. no. But English is, I like the English language because it's the only one I can speak. No. <laughs> no. No, I speak other languages, but the English language is a nice, is a good language, but... It has a limited vocabulary. It doesn't have enough. What? Yeah. Like it has one of the richest vocabularies among modern languages. Yeah, but what happened? Well, what, because so, it's stolen, begged, borrowed, and stolen from every, every other language out there, pretty right. much. No, but what I'm trying to say is like they don't have enough words to describe emotions or feelings. Or like we're, we're talking about love. Yeah. Okay? They only have one word for that. Yeah. Love. That's yeah. it. Can you think of another one? Not like. Not. Yeah. You know. You know what I mean. Um, there's like yeah. affection. There's, but that's not. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe it is. Well, we have to qualify. Like we say, platonic love. We say, like we use adjectives. Right to things. describe the love. The type of love right. that it is, but right. we don't actually have. But maybe there are words out there, and we're just lacking in you know skills. Yeah, because I'm not a we linguist. We ain't got no skills. Yeah. I know, I should be on the game here, it's what I do for a living, but not right now. Would you believe they ask me to proofread at work? How dumb are the people I work with <laughs> that I'm the expert? <laughs> That's pretty sad. Well, it's no, I shouldn't say that about sad. myself. Hey, yeah, don't knock chill yourself. Chill out. And I bet you probably catch shit. You know? No, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So there, they know what they're doing. So, um, Love. love. All did you, you know? Did, did you know that um, the heart? You know the heart with the arrow going through it, the Valentine's heart. Mm -hmm. That's really a stylized vagina. What? Yes. And, oh my God! I'll and, never use those again. And the 
arrow Let me see is him. a stylized I'm gonna draw this out. penis, yes. So that's a vaginal opening, right? Uh -huh. And that's the clit right there, mm -hmm. right? And then here's my arrow mm -hmm. with my big head. All right, I can this believe it. Right? That actually is a cool drawing, right? Just like that. That could, that could be our new um logo. logo. <laughs> <laughs> with a little mouth over here. So all those like grade school kids who are drawing hearts with arrows. They don't know are, what they're doing. It's por pornographic. Yes. Yep. You better you better call the schools and tell them that this shit right? is. That's. Yeah. You agree with me? Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. <laughs> I'm revolted. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, this is, I guess, how you would draw it in gay love, then. Oh, you need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> With your butt cheeks. Uh, nice. <laughs> love. Well, you know what, though? Love. Let's talk about love in, like, our modern, modern world. Okay. I just read in the New York Times today that... I wasn't going to get all political on this episode, but uh, you, I can't help myself. I know. In Kenya... Kenya, Kenya, which is in Africa, right. in the motherland, right. where homosexuality is pretty much considered, it's a crime in most places, um, and definitely considered a sin, mm -hmm. and it's punishable by, you know, imprisonment death. or death, yeah. wherever, depending on where you are. It's always by death. So in Kenya, like, they were saying something like, it's a crime, and you can be imprisoned for 14 years maximum uh, for being gay. Damn. Which for I think being is, gay or for being caught? How do you really know if somebody's gay unless you're catching them, right? Mm. Anyway, so there was a gay <laughs> wedding. There was a gay wedding, and the, it was kept secret, but then the townspeople found out, and they were, like, ready to lynch the, the two grooms. And the police came, and they arrested some people in the wedding party for their own safety because, quote-unquote, because the mob was crying out to have them burned. Oh, my God. And then the police representative said, well, you know, it's a cultural thing. It's just cultural. We grow up hearing that um, homosexuality is a sin against God, and uh, we hear about this in, from our from our families and from the church. So that really pissed me off. His statement that the that church it's, that it's all right because it's cultural, or that but but that the church is promulgating this attitude again that homosexuality is a sin against God, and that's what these that's what informs these people's madness. And to I, go and attack people who are in love and want to get you know, married. You know, in in in. Um, I think the church should be sued for no, every in, in, every hate crime I'm, against I'm, homosexuals. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Mm -hmm. But just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> it's not the church that says it. It's like they want to, people want to um, validate their feelings. So God said it's wrong, and the church says. I mean, I, I've been going. Well, not anymore, but I was going to church all my life. I never heard them once say homosexuality is bad. But every church member I knew said that the church says it's bad. But I never heard the church. Yeah, well, the but Pope, anyway, the Pope but let's get off, said it. Let's get off of that anyway. But I hear if what you're two saying. people are I in love, what, what the, the hell difference? I know. I mean, come on. Uh, people don't think for themselves. And th isn't, doesn't the church, all, if we're going to be on the church wavelength, doesn't the church also say we need to love each other? Yes. So Love why do you make up, make up your mind, And people? thou shalt not kill. That's exactly what I said. I said, they're hypocrites. These people are hypocrites. They're all hypocrites. That's, that's the thing that I hate the most is these hypocrites. I had an argument with, with a, a girl at work a while back because I said, God damn it. 
And she was very, very religious. She was very, you know, uh, what, what the hell was she? Some religion. Anyway, so she got totally offended. And she said that uh, I shouldn't use God's name in vain and all that. So I let her talk and I let her finish. I said, you finish now? I said, to me, you're the one that's taking God's name in vain because you say that you're a Christian and you're the nastiest, bitchiest cunt in this whole office. You are the one that's taking God's name in vain, not me when I say, God damn it. And she just stood there with her mouth open. She didn't know what to say. Because really, you're the one that's taking God's name in vain. You're the one that's saying, oh, God, this, God, that, oh, he's my friend, oh, God, save us. But you're, you're the one that's running around making everybody's lives miserable. Mm. So there, I said it. Woo! <laughs> you use the C word, girl. You got points no, for I, that. No, she pissed me off with that because I don't know what I was like. Oh, God damn it. You know, I mean, that's not appropriate to say at work anyway. Mm. But she gets on my case. Oh, you shouldn't use God's name in vain. I said, you're the one that's taking God's name in vain. So it's like these people that are saying, you know, homosexuality is wrong, you know, it's an affront to God and all that. No, you're the affront to God with all your bullshit and all your hypocrisy and Hatred all of that. Hatred and bigotry. One, they want to burn these people? Yeah. So who's the, who's the one that's taking God's name in vain? I mean, how dare you? Just because two people are in love. You can't help it if it's two guys. Nope. You know? You know, we're That's all incredible. we're all creations of now divinity. Now I'm all hot on the collar. Yeah, you are. You go, girl. I don't coffee. need to say shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving my gloves over to you. You're going to represent me in the ring. Carmen Kickass, champion of homosexuality. That's right. <laughs> the best friends I've ever had have been gay. Yeah. You know, like my gay guy friends, you know, they were always the best friends I ever had. So <clears throat> they don't even know what these, these people don't even know what they're talking about. No, it's really sad, you know. And it, and it just really, I don't know, it just... And like, what do you care? That's why, that's why I think the, if, if they are saying, if you have the, the, the police representative saying this is a church teaching, then somebody needs to come out and, and, and from the church and say, this is not, this is not right. It is right. not right to hate. Right. Um, and I know that they try to couch things and love the sinner, not the sin, and all that crap. But it's still it's still based in ignorance. It is, yeah. And it's based on a lie. It's based on a false understanding of what God is, what we are, why all of us are here. You know, it's it's just really pathetic. But um, as we see, though, that probably wouldn't help. I mean, look what happened with the Anglican Church. They began ordaining gay ministers, mm -hmm. and there was a huge schism in the church. Here in the United States and England, and then forget the African bishops. Yeah. They were like, no, no way, no way, this is awful. And I just don't, it's so funny how things go around and come around, you know, like because they, I don't know, we should, we should probably leave this subject. But <laughs> let's, let, we'll let's get, get back to, to love. love. Let's be some love. No, but you know? that's what happens. You, you start to, to talk some about love. something and you... I guess just because my whole life... riled up. My whole life I've been kind of had this attitude shoved on me as many gay people have. And not just gay, but anybody who's like seen as disapproved by whatever group. Mm. And it's that's really... That's everybody, really. Sucky to, it's not everybody. <laughs> Unless you're a it's white... a lot of people. A white, straight uh, Protestant, then you're picked on. Yeah. If you're black, you're picked on. If you're a girl, you're picked on. Mm -hmm. But, but if then, you're handicapped, you're picked on. Yeah. If you're fat, you're picked on. Mm -hmm. So that's everybody. Right. You know, really. So all people should just die and go to hell. Yeah, see. <laughs> if you're not big reunion. 
No, it's Happy sad. Valentine's Day. <laughs> no, really, it's, it's sad. Unless you're, you know, you fit into this mold. You, I don't know. It's just people are just crazy. Well, you know, and it's true. The same thing happens in paganism too. You know, there there are people who oh, ooh you're wicked ooh. right there's always I'm somebody, a druid yeah oh you you're know, a druid ooh I don't somebody. you know yeah, so it's, but those of us who some people are who, but fortunately they're changing are they well, somewhat some I, are. I see a little yeah you know I just read um, this book on uh, Joan of Arc oh my God that book really disturbed me because oh. of all the ignorance and and then at the end of the book like. If I didn't know Joan's fate, I would have thought, okay, she, you know, she's going to win and have a happy ending. It wasn't a happy ending. Mm -mm. And that bothered me for days. I, yeah. I said, why did I read this freaking book? You know, but, so it is getting better. Maybe we don't see it because we're in the middle of our shit, but... Oh, I do know. Against the backdrop of history, things have gotten a lot better, you know, yeah. but... We just have to continue, and, and and I get really, really upset when I read things in the news about how gay people are executed and tor tortured and executed yep. around the world, yeah. including in the United States. It happens, obviously. It you might know, not be. It might. It might not be institutionalized, um, right? But it's by it's other there. people. Yeah, it's still there. Uh, so <sighs> one one thing out. that we, we <laughs> talked we talked last episode about sending love back you know, in, in time towards yourself and healing mm -hmm. your past and things. So I, I do believe that people can, can change the world with their thinking. So right now, I would just like everyone, why don't we do a little love meditation? We never do anything like witchy, witchy poo. Okay, let's do that. Do that? Mm -hmm. All right, so we're going we're gonna to do a little love meditation. We have a pink candle. Mm -hmm. How convenient. How convenient. All right. All right, so everyone close your eyes. Some deep breaths in with your nose and out with your mouth. And envision a white light that glows pink. I don't know. I can't leave one of these things. I'm not feeling any love. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> wow, I feel great. No, oh, I was uh, maybe. That was a hell of a meditation, man. Woo. You know, instead. <sighs> well, let's, we should do this all the time. Yeah, don't you feel refreshed? Yes. But maybe instead what we can do is just ask people, you know, when they're done listening to the podcast, just send some love out. Just meditate on your heart, heal it, send it out, and send it to everyone around you and right. just to everyone who's sick and suffering in the world right now. Just do a mass email to all your friends that <laughs> says, I love you. That's it. That's, that's the email. Uh -huh. Just send it out. Or you could send them a link to the 666 Club <laughs> and ask them to donate to Eat My Pagan Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Another shameless plug. I love it. <laughs> I like that segue. Oh my god. Well, we do have to. We should talk about that just briefly. Um, in the last episode, we jokingly came up with the six 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 club, um, and um, after kind of mentioning it, we actually got a donation. Yeah, that was cool. From this listener named Logan. Hey, Logan. In Canada, Canada. Mm -hmm. um, he made a, a donation. Uh, Logan A. Logan A. And um, he became our our first first donor to the 666 club and, um, and then we got a couple other donations too um, in various amounts of like combinations of three sixes basically right so what we did was we created on the eatmypaganass.com website a page for members of the 666 club so if you have a little extra cash to throw around you know feel free to throw some our way <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know what else to say. You know, this show does cost money, um, and we could always use some some help. Yeah, to help defray the cost. That's right, and to buy ourselves some fierce new pumps. Or maybe we can get. We can try to get 666 members. That would be ideal, right? Okay. You know, like the, the like the Jehovah's Witnesses yeah. have 144,000. Mm -hmm. You know that they're supposed to go to heaven. Yeah. Well, we have the 666 that are fierce. We're fierce. <laughs> We're we did, fierce. We did get an email from someone who was complaining about uh -oh. the name and 666, and why are we as witches? Focusing on something that's based in devil worship and the Christian mythology. Because it's fun. It's fun, right, exactly. Lighten up. What, what should we call it instead? I know, the 333. <laughs> <laughs> what do we have? <laughs> half, 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 half price. <laughs> yeah, so. We're just the antis. And the truth is, um, think whatever you want. You know, we like we have said over and over again, we're not here, we're not the end all be all of what paganism is. And also, my belief system is you have to take away the power by laughing at it. Mm -hmm. Like the devil card, yeah. its magical function is laughter. Mm. Because when you laugh at something that's scary, it no longer has its hold on you. Right, so, right. you know. Hold on, look at me. Ah! Oh. <laughs> you don't scare me anymore. Good. <laughs> this does. Well, she's pointing to the picture that I drew. Um, so yeah, and by the way, anyway, 666 probably is one of those things where, you know, it is a power number, it is, it is a good number, and, and just, it's been demonized, and we're Six, reclaiming it. 666 is, uh, um, in the Bible, it's, uh, gematria, numerology, mm. and if you take 666 and add them all up, it's 18, and you add that up, it's 9, mm. and 9 is the final number. So it's all it's all gematria. Hmm. So it has nothing to do with exactly. That was exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> we chose six 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 because it adds up to nine, and that's a sacred number in Asatru, the nine worlds. You know what I mean? So right. it's like people. So there. So there. So there. <laughs> Good save. High five. <laughs> so take that, whoever you are who sent us that email. I don't know. And Let if me you, see. One hundred forty-four thousand. I think that also. Oh, she's doing some math now, people. Four, eight, twelve. Holy shit! No, it, it equals a six. But they all, they all, all the, all the numbers. In Hebrew is a very mystical language. Mm -hmm. Ancient Hebrew, anyway, mm -hmm. very mystical language. And every word had a mystical number that corresponded with it. Mm -hmm. ken, and it was, it was, it was sort of like a code, a code, a language of codes, mm -hmm. a, a mystical language of codes. Mm. You know. Ani you yeah, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. That means I love you. Oh, really? Yeah. Say it again. Ani ohev Wait, there's two ways to say it, depending on if you're a male or a female. If you're a male saying it to a female, it's ani ohev atach. And then you spit on her. And, yes. And then if you're a female, it's ani ohev Something like that. And then you wipe off the spit. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> They're very into spit over there in Israel. The promised land. Hey, listen, so um, are you in love these days? No. No? I haven't been in love in years. No? No. Let me think. Oh, do you remember? Do you remember? Oh, no, I, don't talk, I don't want to talk about that. Um, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, mm -mm. Mm. 
I'm not in love either. I mean, I'm kind of interested in somebody, but that's I think that's just a mind filler. Like you you make yourself interested in somebody so that yeah. it fills your mind. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but it's not really love. I'm I don't I'm not in love with this guy, but yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I've been dating too. It's good. Yeah. It's been going good. It's not love. Although sometimes I feel a little bit lovey. I guess I feel that illness <laughs> that biochemical neurological disability disorder, disorder. Yeah, really, you know <laughs> but i i think dating somebody that you really like yeah um although it doesn't feel it's not like being it's not as good as being in love i think i think you're happier when you're in love oh my god it's such a freaking drama yeah <laughs> Well, really, there, there can some be. bullshit. And then if you're the if you're the jealous type, if if you have some kind of issue, jealousy or mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. or, you know, that could get in the way. Who's that? What? It was a cop. I was asking him for directions. God, chill out. <laughs> you know, people get all crazy and. Hi, you know. officer. <laughs> could you please point me in the direction of the... my butt? <laughs> <laughs> well. Something else that happens frequently in the in the pagan community is something called polyamory, mm. where mm -hmm. you don't just love one person, but you love multiple partners. Do you think that's possible? I know it's possible. It's, I mean, to really love, I don't mean sure screw around. I mean, yeah, really, yeah. I don't, I don't see that. Well, unless you're gay, then you can love one what? guy. I mean, not gay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Unless you're bi, I meant to say bi. Oh, then you can love mm. one guy. Mm -hmm. And one, and one chick, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I, I or like me, like I could I could love a bottom, but I've got to love a top too because sometimes I like to get it both ways. Is that it? Right. So then you have to. <laughs> you know, so he's crazy. Yeah. No, but, I, I do. I do think so. I think it's um it's a it's a different way of being, and I know it's very easy for us to be skeptical about it and say, well, you're probably not really devoting. You're not getting the full love experience because love mm -hmm. can only be. But I think that it's really limiting to say, to put that judgment and paradigm on, on relationships and say that's the only way relationships can work. When I know there are people who have successful three, four, you know, partners. Yeah. And well, just like we were talking about being gay, just because someone is not gay doesn't mean it can't happen. So just because I'm not polyamorous, yeah. that doesn't mean it can't happen. Right, right. You know, it's, it's your experience, not mine. That doesn't mean it can't happen. Yeah. It's yeah. um it's very complicated, I think, uh for some people mm. to to try to have a polyamorous relationship because society does not program you right. for that. And um so there's a lot of like polyamorous support groups and things and especially at pagan festivals, there's a lot of workshops usually around that subject, and I've gone to a few and because uh, I always wondered, like, am I? Am I polyamorous? Uh, when I'm not really sure, I, I don't know. Mm. I know that I, I tend to not just like to have one single partner. Although right, I, I can I, see that, but I, I, I wind up in those relationships where I have just one partner. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know. Um, I guess I'm I'm hung up on love, the word love, mm -hmm. and what it means to me. Yeah. So I could see having a couple of partners, hmm. but I don't know about loving all of them the same. I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've never experienced it, and I can't say, no, that's impossible. It can't be. Well, just because I've never experienced it 
but you know it does seem tricky it does seem tricky mm -hmm. because now you're not just dealing i mean especially if if not everybody in that relationship is adjusted you know yeah it could get yeah homicidal yeah really. <laughs> really like what we were saying earlier love will drive you because you know like some people are willing to do anything for their love interest so let's say for example well, super chungus um, went to hawaii which isn't that bad but yeah still. i wouldn't mind that you know but i mean like being in a polyamorous relationship when that's totally against your grain but you want to be with this person so bad that mm -hmm. you'll do it and eventually once you start swimming the wrong, uh, yeah. the wrong direction of what you're used to, it's gonna get to you, and you, yeah, it could have dire consequences. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, there's elements. People of... will do. Oh no, honey, it's okay, it's cool. That's codependency. I mean, that's uh, a lot. Oh, but so how many people are like that? Oh, that a lot that's of more are. common than polyamorism. Oh, totally, totally. You know, where people um, don't. I just I found this really cool thing. My friend showed me this list of like the codependency, codependency anonymous, codependence anonymous. <laughs> oh yeah, there's God. a whole like support group for it, and twelve wow. step program, and um, the list of things we're saying in codependency. I place your feelings above my own. Yeah, that's in recovery, terrible. I you know, and the, the list goes on and on and on. Like really practical things down to like how people dress or you know whatever like. And it was really, really very interesting. So I would encourage everybody to check out Codependence Anonymous and just read that list of things and ask yourself, like when you're in a relationship with somebody, and a lot of people yeah. have these relationships over and over again and the same shit happens. The same different drama, people. Right. Different face. Well, what's constant? You. And right. you and and you need to change. You need right. to take a look at, you know, what's going on with how how you engage in these relationships and you know. How, why why do you always break up in anger with somebody you know or feel that somebody's taking advantage of you or are you the victim all the time right. or, why is it always the same problem yeah why is it that you always meet guys that i don't know beat you that's just a, why because or, that's what you're looking for really yeah. that's kind of well if you want a monogamous relationship but you're willing to eat you know snatch every once in a while because mm -hmm. your man wants it as gross as that makes you you know if that's not your thing right you don't have to do that right learn yeah. how to say no yeah stand up establish your boundaries i guess that's the biggest thing and then like, find somebody that's willing to do what you want well let's talk about love and boundaries then mm. you know because love um is kind of it's it's a in a lot of ways it's about merging you know a lot of people see it as become merging one. yeah become one yeah you know i think plato was the one, or maybe it was Socrates, I don't know who, who had this, but like his definition of love was that we are single beings that are split in two and we roam around the earth finding our other half. You know, so it's like 50 that 50. Sounds, that sounds like Plato. Coming together to form 100 mm -hmm. instead of I'm 100%, you're 100%, and let's. And then there were people who were three sexes. They were all three together. So you had like a male and a female, and then you had people who were. Oh my God! Well, I know it got complicated, but you know, <laughs> it sure does. Everything went back in those days, and so they had to build their philosophies accordingly to explain. The Greeks um, were big into but sex. homosexual ah, homosexuality. Hmm. You know, the, the Greek army, because um, the philosophy was um, you'll lay down your life for your bro brother or your lover. Yeah. You know, so they encouraged it. Yeah. As opposed to nowadays where it's don't ask, don't tell. Yeah. Back then it was well, like, hopefully that'll be over soon. You know, if Obama yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway. But they had they they did have 
kind of strict social rules around homosexuality at the same time. Like, right. Well, you could right. Still it wasn't be a free for all. Right. You could be ridiculed if you were an older man mm -hmm. seen taking the receptive role with a younger man, for instance. Mm -hmm. It was never supposed to work that way. So. Right, because that's supposed the quote dominant role right. and all that stuff. You know? Yeah. So there were there were rules within those parameters, but still, you know. Still better. Than I wonder why. I wonder why uh, it disappeared or how it disappeared. Why. When did homosexuality become such a big sin? Yeah, I, all of a sudden it's I think like the the church and and when the church became powerful and they killed everybody off. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's they had to kill everybody off because sex is a big motivator, like what we were saying before. And if if homosexuality was completely approved of back then, and somebody comes along and says no. Don't you think the people would have said, hell no? Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I'm going to have to read up on that. Yeah. You know, I, because I there's no sex. There's no, when it has to do with sex, forget it. You know, so. So much issue. Especially around. a whole civilization. You, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to have to do some reading. I'll get back to everybody. But I do, I do I believe, you know, like when I was a kid, I used to watch Buck Rogers. And, yeah. you know, in the future, they seem to be loose, you know. It was like a '70s fantasy where people were just sexually liberated, and mm -hmm. you could sleep with whoever you want. Although I don't remember them ever having homosexuality in there, but certainly, um, even it now, had those overtones. In a lot of video games now, homosexuality—you can have gay relationships, weddings, marriages, things mm. like that. So it's like it is making its way into the culture. Right. Thank goodness, um, because we are here, and you know we're a fact we're of here, life. We're queer. <laughs> Get used to it. it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we didn't mean to turn this into a homosexuality conversation. Um, it's but it really has to do with love. it's about love. I, I don't I don't um, care if it's homo if it's you know racial sex you know interracial, sex interracial right? I don't care what it interspecial. is interspecial it's love you know <laughs> I have a freaking little parakeet I love this little sucker you know I mean it's love that's all it is you know. <laughs> Like what, what floats your boat, man? Like people, oh, look! I remember I was I was up by um, the cloisters when there was this old Jewish guy, and uh, a very Jewish-looking old guy, and a very Dominican-looking young lady, mm -hmm. and they were walking, holding hands, and and I saw them, and I said to myself, oh, you know, they, they found each other. How how nice! She's looking for a nice man, mm -hmm. and he was looking for a sexy lady. That's what they got with each other. I could, yeah. I could see it. Yeah. So this asshole, they're holding hands, and he just barged right through them. Like to, and then the two of them were stunned, and I said, don't worry about him. He's jealous. And the lady was like, oh, yes, he must be jealous, jealous. And I said, yeah, he's jealous, you know? I mean, because here's this Jewish, old Jewish guy with the young Dominican lady, this guy, None of his freaking business, and he has to like break through their little, you know, hand holding. But that's how people are. They just jealous, and you know, I don't care if interracial, um, two women, two men, a cat and a dog. I don't care. It's your business. If you're in love, great. And that's what makes this world a better place. People that are in love, people that are happy. Yeah. You know, there's too many miserable people out there. What do, What do we say to people who who don't? They feel like right now they don't have anybody. Remember, we, we got an email not too long ago from this guy who said he has nobody in his life. Yeah, yeah. He, like, and he just seemed, you know, pretty miserable from the yeah. email. 
What do we say for people like that who, who don't feel like they have anybody to, that loves them or they have no one to love or they are well, afraid that, that they'll never have that, love? That, that's first to me that really stems from how you feel about yourself. And once you get out of that mindset, that mind frame, and you start to meet other people, but it, it, it's really how you feel about yourself. Mm. I don't have anybody. Well, have you tried to go out? I mean, and I know some people is really hard. They haven't gone out in 20 years. I'm not talking about chronic, you know, um, loneliness. That's something that you need help with. But mm. just everyday people, oh, I'm so lonely. No, you're not lonely. You're making, you, you keep saying you're lonely, so you're going to be lonely. Mm. You know, so you feel lonely. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I think everything stems from how you feel about yourself. Mm. You know, I couldn't believe how many times I said the phrase thoughts or things in the last episode. Uh, which I think comes from the secret or whatever. I I, mm-hmm. I don't know where that's coming from. But thoughts uh, are things. They are. They are. Yeah. You know, I believe that wholeheartedly, and you know, um, and I know I've said it a million times, but everything I have is because I think I'm going to get it. I know I'm going to get it. You know, and as a person, it works for you individually. It works for you as a group of people, and it works for you as a collectively as a as a. A nationality or a nation or mm-hmm. the, the world, you mm-hmm. know, like instead of, I'm not hurting anybody. Yes, you are. You're you're hurting the rest of us by your thoughts. Yeah. Thoughts are very important. What about um, thoughts are energy? There's ab- nothing in this universe that's not energy. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, what about what about pagan dating? Like, what about people who are pagans? And like, one of my things, um, my whole life is like, I don't really remember ever dating a a pagan. Really, like. Someone, and and the, but the thing is, like the pagan. No offense, but like the. <laughs> I know where you're going. You know, the guys, the pagan guys that are out there, just they're just they don't fit. I'm, you know, I kind of walk in both worlds. You know, like yeah. I'm pagan, but I'm also, you know, whatever in the world. And right. I don't come, I, and I deal with my idiosyncrasies, and I look at, you know, I try whatever. Like I'm not a freak, basically. I, I don't, I'm not I saying don't... everyone out there is a freak, and if I have slept with you. This isn't about you. I'm talking about, you know, my quest for love um, and pagan love. Right. And it just doesn't, I've kind of, I've kind of washed my hands of it. I, I don't use that as a criteria anymore. I don't say you must be pagan because I always thought that that's what I wanted or what I would need in a relationship. Yeah. You know, because we have this fantasy of like my sexual and love partner is also going to be my circle partner and we're mm-hmm. going to do spells together and, you know. That would be ideal. I guess so. And it doesn't mean that it's, you know, that it can't happen. It could, it will, if that's what you want. But sometimes you get things when you're ready and not when you want. Ooh. Like Mick Jagger said, <laughs> you can't always get what you want. You mm-hmm. get what you need. Mm-hmm. So you'll get it when you need it, when you're if ready you for try, it. If you try, you, know, you just... just might find. <laughs> get what you need. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, I, 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 that would, that's perfect to have somebody that you have some, something in common with yeah. like that. But... Also, if I was going to, I don't know, it, it, I wouldn't want paganism to just take over my life. You know, I, mm-hmm. I like, like you said, I like to live in both worlds. Yeah. And some people are this way or that way. They're never anything in the middle. Uh-huh. So I would like to have someone who's, you know, pretty, you know, a mixture of both. Yeah. You know, I guess, like when I has a job, most pagan guys <laughs> don't work. It's true. They just hang out and get high. No, they don't get high there, but a lot of them do. A lot of them do, but they don't work. They don't have like real jobs, and it's not like I want to marry 
or hook up with some guy that's a millionaire, but at least have a job, you know, and a lot of them don't. That's a little harsh in this economy, but I know what you're saying. But even before that, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's, it, I think it comes from um, part of what makes us pagan and spiritual is that we don't attach ourselves to um, the material, material right. things. Yeah. But, I, but I think it goes a little deeper than that. I think people are in denial a little bit about it. I think people have low self-esteem sometimes yeah. and they, they, are, they don't, um, I don't know, it just doesn't it, appeal to them. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't want to sound judgmental it, or anything. It's about being material. It's like a throw off from the hippie days or something. I don't know, but tune in, don't you out. like to eat? Tune don't in, you like in. to bathe? You know, don't you like to bathe? <laughs> when do I have a, you know, a, a nice place to, to sleep, a nice yeah. place to live in? It doesn't have to. I'm not talking about, you know, uh, a stockbroker or you know somebody that's just you know comfortable. Well, look at the tarot. That's fun. That look likes the, to hang out. Look at the tarot, right? There's a whole deck of pentacles there, and mm -hmm. it shows the story of. Hard work right. and progress and material success, so that at right. the end you get the beautiful garden and the home, and you have you know a legacy, something to, to, to pass down. on to the right. next generation. Correct. And I want that. Right. Right. And I I need a partner who's going to help me with that. Exactly. You know. Because I know, Lord knows, there's, I'm doing my part. You know, there's nothing wrong with um, being pagan or spiritual. Let's not use spiritual and wanting nice things because we are living in this realm i've said it before right this is the realm we live in We're, in fact it's a very pagan thing not to deny the physical mm -hmm. i mean that's kind of one of the foundations of being an earth religion is that right <laughs> and this is malkuth we're in the physical yeah. and like your example of the tarot right i mean there are a lot of you can't play chess on the astral <laughs> you know like you, know, you have really. to manifest and be here now and do the do the work that we we're here to do, which is we are incarnated on a physical plane to do physical things. To do physical things, right? And exactly. not deny them. And we should get you know compensation for it's a translation of energy from one form to another. And absolutely, if you enjoy, you know, there's a whole look at the whole sphere of Venus and pleasure and physical comfort and things right. of that. You know, right? It's there, and we should not deny ourselves. We are not ascetes. We we're not ascetics. We don't. We don't wear hair shirts with fleas and whip our backs, you know. There's a, that's for another religion. Right. We're here for good things. We like good taste, good cloth, good food. You know, if wine is your thing, go for it right. in moderation. And everything you know, in moderation. Friendships and uh, Love. beautiful surroundings and houses. Right. And if you, you want know? it, you know. Exactly. You know. So I don't go. People with are this afraid to thought. actually go with their dreams. Yeah, they they think that. Oh, if I'm spiritual, I can't have these things. No, that's not true. You know, the universe yeah. wants us to have all these things. The universe wants us to prosper and be happy. Right. You know, don't deny yourself anything. It's a lot easier, and I've found, to to explore spiritual things if you've got your physical your physical needs taken care of. I mean, look right. at your look at your chakra system, for instance. You've got to, if you just work from that up, you've got to have your physical needs taken care of. You've got to eat shit and get water and all that stuff. And and moving up, your mind has got to be prepared and whatever. You can't do anything you've got to if, understand you, if your love. body's a mess. Right. And then you move into the higher realms, the spiritual realms. Mm -hmm. And you know, I yeah, think you might not want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm not giving this up. Yeah, ah, no, I don't want to graduate. Know. Oh, Damn. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you mean I got to go to college now? Uh, Fuck. You know? <laughs> but, 
Yeah, you, you know. can't stay in Hogwarts forever, kids. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh. No, I mean, I, I, I just feel that um, a lot of people have the wrong idea about abundance and having nice things. And all right, you're spiritual, fine, but that doesn't mean that you can't take care of yourself and have a, a fulfilling life. Mm-hmm. With know. alone or with a partner. Right. And 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 it's true too that, you know, getting back to love and relationships, there's gotta be some common ground on what your goals are, you mm-hmm. know, including material goals, because this is the real world. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's it's a shame. There's a saying out there, something like when um, poverty enters the door, love flies out the window. Yeah. <laughs> you watch um, Real Housewives? No. Okay, I've, there's this program on TV called Real Housewives of, they have an Orange County, New York, mm. Atlanta, New Jersey, and they have all these housewives from all of these states. Mm. And lately I've been watching the Real Housewives of Orange County, which is in California. Mm-hmm. And these very are like well very, very well-to-do women. This, all of them, the New York, all of them, they're all well-to-do. But some, for some reason, this episode, the economy, a lot of the husbands are not doing so well. How many times have I heard the word divorce? Wow. They're all divorcing. They're all separating. They're all fighting. I said, mm-hmm. It's all about money, yeah. you know? Which is... N- the total opposite of what, and that's not we're love. That's not love. You know, if I loved you and you're going through a rough time, we'll get it. We'll get through this together. Let's downsize. But no, now they're all talking about getting divorced well, and all of that. You know, when it when it comes to how much money you have and how financially well off you are, it's very important to like. I would imagine if I ever won the lottery or whatever, I would try to keep that shit secret because I do think. <laughs> That it's very easy to attract a lot of disingenuous people. Yeah, definitely. Who are only interested in your money, and yeah. that's why you hear about these people who win the lottery. Their lives get turned to fuck. Yeah. I mean, it's just a, it's horrible. I saw this thing on TV. It's like TV. a curse. I what was the name of it? I'd give it all away. Where, pretty where, much. Where are they now? I think it's called. Yeah. Or the curse of the lotto. Yeah, I saw that. Is that the name? The Something curse like of the lotto. Yeah. Where yeah. it shows you what happened to a lot of these lotto people. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I know. Because you know what happens, like if you are, well, if you're a, um, if you're a gambler, just because you won the lotto does, it's not, not going to cure you of your gambling. You're just going to become a worse gambler. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to gamble all your money away. Or if you're an alcoholic, just because you got all this money, that's not going to cure you. So you're just going to kill yourself with alcohol because you got all this money. Right. So when you are, if you win the lotto, you're going to be who you are. But worse, worse, or bigger. If you're good, then you're. Uh, you're if right. you're a generous guy, magnanimous, yeah. then you're yeah, just yeah. gonna. Yeah. But if you have all these vices, it's, it's just gonna exacerbate the whole thing. Sometimes you know, like when I want to win the lottery, and I, I'm just like, and I don't win. <laughs> I, 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 I think to myself, well, I'm just not ready for this gift. You know, mm, what else? Yeah, what right. other work do I need to do? Right, right. You know, it's not. It's not the answer. It's not why I personally am here on this planet right now. Right. If I'm not meant to be a billionaire, then I'm not. Right. And I can accept right. that. And I'm not going to gripe about it. Like, <coughs> people, That's the worst thing you could do, start to gripe. Because all you're doing is putting more negativity out there. Exactly. You know? Right. Love what you have. Right. Don't, how's it go? Love, want what you have. Don't have what you want. Have <laughs> what you want. <laughs> it's like a show across Let's figure song. that out. It's not... 
Oh, it's not having what you want, it's wanting what you have. Oh, okay. Learning to want what you have. Right. Yeah. It's like I was listening to um, this motivational speaker last week, and he was saying about, um, instead of griping about your boss and this and that, find the good in him. You know, he says, if, and if it's that bad that you can't, then get another job. Mm -hmm. But every boss has something good about him. So go, in, go to work with that thought, you know, he's generous, he's fair, you know, maybe he's a taskmaster. Forget about all the negative stuff. I said, you know, I'm going to try to do that. So I went to work and, because um, I'm a little upset with my boss about something. And I forgot all about that and I just, and he bought breakfast for everybody because of the, the blizzard. And he bought the whole staff that's like 100 people breakfast. I'm like, oh, this is so, in my head, I wasn't gushing to the other staff Oh, this is so wonderful, and it really did lift me up. I, I, it just, it really did make me feel better. So what I'm saying is, instead of dwelling on the negative about something, try to find something good about it, and and think about that, and you'll see how your attitude will change, or your feelings, or mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. thoughts about that particular person. I'm like, this is amazing. Mm. It works, you know. Oh, it's true. Mm -hmm. When I hear people, who, I hate somebody. I hate somebody. I said, yeah. well, you need to, you need to pray. Just pray. <laughs> if, you know, if somebody did you so wrong, you have all this resentment against right. them, pray for them. Mm -hmm. And just right. do it again and again and again. And that act of prayer will open you co to compassion for that person. Right. And you'll realize that the thing that made you so pissed off and so mad isn't, it isn't what it, you think it is. It's not as bad as you think. Right. Yeah. And I mean, and that goes for anything. I know like some people are out there, but what if somebody kills your lover? Or what if, even still, if you don't, ultimately find it in your heart to forgive another human being for whatever sin that's been transgressed against you, mm -hmm. you will not get past it and you will and I, stunt your own growth. I think like when you said, what if somebody kills your lover? That's a culmination of negative thinking that it just grew and grew and grew and, and all this negativity and hate grew to such a point right. that you drew something like that into your life. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, no doubt there's a lot of negativity going around that builds to that, but you ooh, know, that's a hard one for people to swallow. <laughs> that's like, you got cancer because it's your fault. <laughs> no, not that. I mean, you know. I know what you're saying, though, but I don't know. That's, that's a tough <laughs> one, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's why I try to keep... I'm, I'm not saying, oh, I'm, you know, I don't hate it. There's a lot of people I don't like and I strongly don't want to kill. Yeah. But I, I, I try not to let it fester, you yeah. know. And yeah. sometimes, things... sometimes I'll be mad for six weeks. I'm not saying. But I consciously, come on, don't, don't think about that. Like, right. sometimes I'll think of something and then I'll say, well, don't you remember that time on your birthday? Um they had that cake for you. You know, like I'll try to like psych myself into not thinking that bad shit because yeah. it ain't hurt nobody but me. Well, bad things do happen to good people though. Yeah, mm -hmm. I read that book too. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it? It's a book. I don't know. I don't have the answer to it all, but yeah. Yeah. I, just, I just discovered, I found that uh, my attitude and the way I think about people and who I surround myself with and that kind of stuff really has an effect on other things, you know. Hmm. Or like, um, if I find a penny, if, if I see a penny on the ground, 
you know, I might pick it up, I might not, but I always say, thank you, God, for the symbol of abundance, you know. Oh, you know what, I, did I say this, what I like to do? If, if I find a penny that's heads up, I'll pick it up. Yeah. Because I, I want to always reinforce to the universe that I accept money. Right, when no matter what denomination, me, right, I don't care. I will accept it. I will not say no to it. Right. If it's tails... I turn it over yeah, yeah, yeah. and I leave it for someone else. And that's cool because now you're passing on the goodness to someone right, else, right. which is a great thing. Maybe somebody do. else flipped that penny over that I found that was heads up. And right. I, suddenly I felt a little bit luckier that right. day. Mm -hmm. And it's just a penny, but it's it's what that penny represents. Right. Exactly. Hmm. Yep. There are many, many small ways that we can change the world. And yeah, that's just one of them. Exactly. It doesn't have to be earth shattering. Something small. You know, mm -hmm. um, I remember like a six dollar and sixty six donation. Yes, to the absolutely. Eat my pagan ass. <laughs> I, I was invited to my to my girlfriend's birthday party once, and I lost her gift. I don't know what the hell I did with it, but I lost it. And I went over and I told her, you know, I'm really sorry. I had a gift for you. It sounds fake, but I really did lose lose it. I don't know what I did with it. And she said, "That's all right. The person that found it is going to be very happy." I was like. That's great. Oh, that's cool. And ever since then, and any time I lose something, I always remember those words. And then you found the present. <laughs> so, at oh, this home. is great. <laughs> She's like, ah, I was so happy. I found this present. <laughs> I was happy. <laughs> Look what I found. <laughs> uh, so I think another thing that people can do to just change is you can't, I know it's so cliched. But sometimes the cliches are true. Yes. And the one is you, you can't really be loved until you love yourself, right? Exactly. So exactly. what can people do? And and positive affirmations work. I have to I have negative thoughts that play over and over again in my head about myself or what I don't like the way my body looks at that in that part of my body, or I don't like uh, how I'm doing at work or whatever it is, you know, but that's human experience. That's, it how, is. that's being human. And, but what we can do proactively is then stop, look and listen, look in the mirror and say something really positive right. about myself. Right. And it really helps. Right. Because the subconscious doesn't know the difference. Like sometimes when I get dressed in the morning, I wake up, I look in the mirror, I'm like, Oh God. <laughs> you know, my hair's all over, freaking everything is all askew. You have to shave your face. Yeah, my, my cleavage. It's a mess, right? But, but I, I, you know, I make sure by the time I leave the apartment, I'm wide awake and I'll, like, I'll wear a perfume or something. Mm. And like nobody has ever said to me, damn, you look like shit today. But a lot of people say, mm, you smell good. What is that? Mm. So it's another way. You know, you have to, little tricks. So yeah. I don't care about my face. I'm oh, I smell good. You know, right, and, and, right. Like, and then you well, get that compliment and right. you feel good. So you feel good. And I'm like, I can't see me. You know what I mean? I, I can't see what I look like. You do. That's Thank your God. problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but I, I could smell, you know, and so yeah. I that's my little trick. I wear, I wear a nice a nice perfume or you know, um, I like to dress I don't dress really outrageously but I like to dress nice to work. I'll like I'll press my jeans if I'm gonna wear mm -hmm. jeans, or mm -hmm. you know, like I look, like to look presentable. So it makes me feel good because it's not. It's all about how you feel. Mm -hmm. You know, like intellectually, you could say to yourself, "Oh, you know, whatever." But if you feel good, mm -hmm. that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. You know. 
Well, what you're doing is you're you're just helping your self esteem a little bit. Yeah. You're keeping we we got we need all the help we can get. It's a harsh you know, world. I do. You know? Don't say yeah. that. See, like now I'm wearing a hat, right? It looks because, really cute because my hair looked like shit. Yeah, but I've been loving your hat this entire time. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But see, the reason I'm wearing it's cold out also, but my hair was all. Ugh, so. Yeah, but you look you look a little Bronx <laughs> with your hoop earrings and your your hat. <laughs> <laughs> you look cute. Oh my god, I forgot about my earrings. Yeah, but see, you know, so you, you try to camouflage shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Or like if somebody compliments, um, I don't know. Don't say yeah, but look at my arms. If somebody says, oh, I like that dress. Oh, that's another. Oh, thing. but look at my arms. Don't they look fat in this dress? Shut up. Take the Take compliment. Take the compliment and run. Okay. Right. Yep. Don't that, fight it. That is the best thing. And it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to do that. I know. Because, you know, whatever. Because, again, we have those tape recordings in our brain saying yeah. we're, we're, we're not worth, we're not worthy, we're not worthy, we're not worthy. Right. And when someone gives us a compliment, you know. You have to correct them. We correct them or we don't believe them or right. we suspect their motives or whatever it is. Right. Just say thank you. Thank you. And take it. Right. And you don't have to compliment them back either. Like, people just no, give compliments. Oh, thanks. You thank know? you. Oh, it's it really makes a difference. And, and that's... I've I've had to learn how to do that too. We all so, do, you know. We, we you know. Ow, my hips. I've been doing these like exercises, <laughs> so now my hips are hurting so bad. I feel like an old man. <laughs> oh God. So love yourself, love your neighbor, right. whether he's gay or not. Just love them all. <laughs> love everybody. Love more than one person if you can. <laughs> <laughs> just love love what you're all wearing all you need is love all you need is love mm -hmm. god is love as they say or goddess is love right and that's what they meant they like when you say what does that mean it means that god is love god is healing love is what makes the world go round. boundless limitless compassion mm -hmm. you know that's what and that's what we we and, just have to practice it we and, have to absorb and in, it and practice and in this valentine's day just remember Mm -hmm. You know, somebody out somebody. there loves you. Yes, and it needs to be mm -hmm. you. We love you. We love you for sure. But but if you send six dollars and sixty six cents, <laughs> we love you even more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Did I want to say anything else? By the way, about oh Imolk. Well, we didn't really talk about Imolk, but whatever. It's been passed. We hope you all had a good little Imolk. Mm -hmm. I did. I did my thing. Gay boy circle down at the the water and that's cool. I just a, lit a candle. The usual we did standby. A, Briege, you know, the forge, the mm -hmm. poets and the healers, uh, triple, triple Celtic goddess. And we did this fire thing. It was freezing outside, freezing, freezing, freezing. But we warmed up yeah. and we all called different asks. Some of us needed some creative inspiration. Some of us needed some healing. Some of us needed work, basically, you know, so mm -hmm. that's that's how we worked that ritual. And it was, cool. it was really good. Yeah, yeah it was nice. nice. It yeah. was nice. So. Anyway, so... Next one coming up is what? The oh. equinox. Can you believe it? February, March, March. Oh my 21st, God! Yeah. The spring equinox. Thank goodness. Really? I can't wait. I know. Was that another month? Yeah. Yeah. This is. Oh my God! Yeah. yeah win winter's almost over, folks. This was some winter. Oh yeah. my! What's with this global warming? I froze my ass off. It was snowing in Rome. Did you know this is the first time in five I don't, years in ever that the whole United States, every state in the Union, had snow? Not that the whole, not that the whole territory was covered with snow, but every state somewhere had snow. Oh, really? 
Mm-hmm. First time ever? Not, well, that the newsman can remember. Yeah. You know, like Florida had it, California had it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, Arizona had it, but mm-hmm. apparently. Oh, I remember it once snowing. I lived in Vegas um, and it snowed there once when I was a kid. That was wow. wild. Yeah. Just once. But they said the whole, every, every it was cold. It was so cold I didn't want to go out. Mm-hmm. I'd usually be like, yeah, I'll go out. The rain doesn't stop me, the snow. Mm-hmm. Oh, talk about the snow. What about this lame blizzard? You call that a blizzard? Oh, it was lame. <sighs> they so shut lame. everything down. They shut the <laughs> schools down. They shut everything down. I was off from work. Uh, you know? I went, I to went work. out. I oh, went, you went to work? I, I thought I didn't know that they called everybody and said the office is closed. And my phone battery was dead that night. Oh, man. I was out whoring around and I didn't have my plug. <laughs> I had another kind of plug, but no. yeah, really, <laughs> the battery wore out. <laughs> I said, "Oh, this is great," you know. So I went out, you know, and then I went to Bryant Park, and the tents were there for fashion, fashion week. week. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so cool. I'm trying to. Can I see anybody? I'm fucking freezing to death. Here. How do those models survive the winter? I don't know. Don't ask me. That's crazy, right? Don't ask me. Insane. Well, okay, so let's wrap it up. All right. The love episode. We hope you love. We hope you have love. And if and if um you know if there's someone special in your life that you love, do something nice for them. If there doesn't happen to be anyone special right now, then treat yourself to a a, a nice romantic evening. And if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with. Mm. <laughs> I love you, Carmen. I love you too, Lucky. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody.